When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? I do. The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you were going to take home with you? Yes. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era in streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch, but there was something truly special about making that trip, picking a movie out by hand, and turning it up loud to drown out the noise of your dad being a real sex machine. Jesus. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, the party pooper Mike Schulte, and joining me as always, two dudes who don't like anyone to talk to them because they are cock poop faces. Yes. Sean Pryor and AJ Benz, how the <laughs> heck are you? Well, I think the important thing to know, guys, is that boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. And you need to tell people that. Yes. Every time you meet a new person, it's very important to know. <laughs> In fact, I would tell I would tell people that and be like, "I need you to tell me that back, just so just to make sure that you understand." Did you understand what I just said? Yes. Okay, there you go. Okay, boys. On this episode, we discuss a movie that taught me that I was spelling kindergarten wrong for a significant part of my life. A movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger's favorite character that he has ever played on screen. Yeah. A movie that spawned a sequel in 2016 that no one watched. Nope. In a very special flex, we are recording from inside the Goonies house, right down the road from John Jacob Astor Elementary School, featured in this movie. Right down there. We are, of course, talking about 1990s kindergarten cop. It's Wednesday morning. It's early, way too early for you. You're probably sitting in traffic, like me. Why not have your coffee and bacon with the confused breakfast boys? Good morning, boys. Damn, dang it. And that's right, friends. We are inside Mikey's house where The Goonies was filmed. This is in beautiful Astoria, Oregon, and we are right down the road from where this school is. Absolutely honored to be here. If you haven't seen our Goonies house tour video and our Goonies Astoria filming locations video, check out our YouTube page, uh, YouTube slash Confused Breakfast, confusedbreakfast.com for all of that. Also, it costs us a lot of money to come out here. A little so, bit. <laughs> so if you want to support us, uh, just more than sharing this podcast around and following us on social media, you can join us on Patreon. You can vote on upcoming movies, bonus weekly audio content, private Discord server, and more. We need your help. We now Please. we now own this house because it is for sale. Yeah. yeah. And we are bankrupt. Yep. So we need we need your help. Patreon.com slash confused breakfast. Everything you could ever need, including all of our new ratings, confusedbreakfast.com. So if you are new to this podcast, we will be reviewing this movie with a modern eye, 
But in order to do that properly, we must first dissect it and discuss it with pure nostalgia. We must. AJ, tell us the first time you saw Kindergarten Cop and what your rating of it was. First time I saw Kindergarten Cop was on TV. It was absolutely on TV and uh, lots of commercials. And I don't think I ever saw the beginning of this movie, guys. (laughs) Of course. I don't remember him like... Uh, like hard, barely being like the gruff cop, yeah, the undercover, hard hard ways only, <laughs> right? I very very rarely like think of that when I think like or remember that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do remember enjoying it and thinking it was funny because when I saw it, I was a kid and I thought eh, the kids are kind of funny too. <laughs> they got funny lines. Um, that being said, parts of it were actually kind of very creepy to me. Yeah. I wasn't stoked on the movie, but I definitely watched it anytime it came on TBS. So I'm going to give it a 5.9. All right, 5.9 from AJ. Sean, how about you? Nostalgic rating, man. Man, yeah, this was um, uh, definitely a uncle's basement watch, as I uh, as a lot of these movies are becoming. Um, my, me and my brother would just watch this movie all the time. I loved Arnold Schwarzenegger, loved Terminator 2, watched it all the time. And so this was... His comedy that was uh, that was introduced to me that uh, I loved, um, so loving it, I probably have to give it about an eight. Eight for Sean. Nostalgically, I gotta tell you, I absolutely loved this movie. I mean, we rented this all the time. Uh, eventually, recorded it off of like TBS or something like that. Yeah, recorded it onto VHS, ran that into the ground because we watched it so many times. Scary parts hilarious moments with little kids. Yeah. This was definitely my first Arnold movie for sure. I think it was many people's first oh, Arnold, really? Arnold movie from our era. <laughs> I love the juxtaposition of big tough guy and funny young kids. So I'm an 8.5. Nice. Our right. executive producer, Tyler Dark, says, you better put that whiskey down, boys. It's time for another classic Arnie film, Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> This was definitely a movie I saw when I was a little bit younger than I should have seen. Either my dad had it on the living room TV when I was around 10, or I came, in acro- came across it at TV on TV at some point. I always remembered the ever-quotable one-liners, it's not a tumor, and the ever-famous, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I have this vivid memory from back then of just the chaos of the kids on screen and thinking I wasn't that bad when I was that age. Thinking back now, <laughs> I'd have to give this movie a 6.5. Wow. So if you're talking straight up nostalgic uh, ratings from all of us, that's going to take us to a 7.23, which is pretty low yeah. on our nostalgic reader, but not too bad. That is actually tied with Cool Runnings and Christmas Story. As far as what our nostalgic rating of this movie With is. Cool Runnings feels very nice. It does, yeah. doesn't it? For now. That, so- that sounds like a great double feature. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm into that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, next time we got to go, we got to move forward. We got to talk about all the pertinent, important details of this movie so that we can make the scope of this thing real so that then we can dissect it. Sean, what do you got, man? We got produced by Brian Grazer and Ivan Reitman. Story by Murray Salem. Screenplay by Murray Salem, Herschel Weingrod, and Timothy Harris. Cinematography by Michael Chapman. Also did Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, and The Lost Boys. Edited by Sheldon Kahn, music by Randy Edelman, directed by Ivan Reitman. Cast, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Penelope Ann Miller, Pamela Reed, Linda Hunt, Richard Tyson, Carol Baker, Joseph Cousins, Christian Cousins, and Kathy Moriarty. Bill Murray, Danny DeVito, and Patrick Swayze were all approached for the role of John Kimball. Danny DeVito, huh? 
All right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense because the whole joke of this is that it's big, huge Arnold yeah. with little kids. So I, I don't Danny know. DeVito's the same height as these kids, so yeah. I don't feel like they'd be <laughs> like, "Hey, on. young man, you got to get back to class." We're gonna, you know, what would be fun? Let's go the opposite direction. Let's put him let's, now. He's got to now. They're on his level. <laughs> Kindergarten cat. Kindergarten cat. Danny DeVito. It's because Ivan Reitman would do twins, and I think Junior, too. Yeah, which, uh, or, th- or Throw for Mama from the Train or something. It was like a trilogy of movies that had Arnold. Yeah, Throw for Mama from the Train wasn't one of them. Okay, then, okay. Twins definitely was, and I know he's no, in I think it. you're wrong. Uh, Christian Slater was considered for the role of Crisp. Who? Christian Crisp? Slater. Christian Slater? Yeah. Colin Crisp. Crisp. Crispy Christian uh, Slater. Ivan Reitman saw him in Heathers and really liked him and thought he could do it, but he wasn't menacing enough, I uh-huh. think. Uh, Ivan Reitman auditioned more than 2,000 kids for various children roles for the film, including a young Elijah Wood. No kidding. Who said uh, that he bombed his audition. Nice. It's kind of funny because Elijah Wood is a very prolific actor. Yeah. And to think that all these kids beat him out in this. In yeah. This, it's kind of funny to me. <laughs> you mean he didn't land a single role? Nope. Nope. Wow. Not even a not talking role. They're yeah. like, you're not good. Not even, not even a running out the building like during not a even, fire drill. Not even uh, like a, you're just a random local. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the film was filmed in historic Astoria, Oregon at the John Jacob Astor Elementary School where a lot of murals in playground equipment were fashioned specifically for the film. It's right there. It's right down there. Right I can out see that it window. out the window of the Goonies house. Looking at it. A lot there's, of, there's Arnold right there. Yep. Oh. Yep. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the filming was completed after school was out for the real school. A lot of the teachers and students were extras in the film. Arnold had a private gym set up next to the school in subsequent filming locations. Everywhere they went, he had a gym, a gym next door. That's not the first time we've heard that. No. Most of the interior school scenes were filmed on set in California. Kindergarten Cop was released on December 21st, 1990. On a budget of $26 million, the film made $202 million. And that is all I got. Ain't much on this. No, no, be no. honest. Well, yeah. up next, we have AJ. He does the research. He gets us the ratings, reviews of this movie from critics and fans alike. What do you got, man? I can't wait to say it in this house. We're going to the tomato meter. Kind of, yeah. Uh-oh. Kind of. Yeah, it's a 51%. Ah. 51's getting low on our list of every movie we've done. This is slightly worse than The Burbs, slightly better than The Legend of Billie Jean. (sighs) It's what the critics feel about this movie. Slightly better? Slightly better than Billie Jean. I guess. Uh, Not as good as The Burbs, though. That's fair. That's fair. It's a a splat and a spilled popcorn. Audiences agree 52%. Wow. um, And an IMDb rating of 6.2. 6.2 is our 10th lowest movie that we have done so far. 10th uh, lowest. lowest. That is slightly better than Harry and the Hendersons, slightly worse than Red Dawn. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Well, slightly worse than interesting, Red Dawn. Interesting company there. Yeah. Um, well, uh, all over the place on critical reviews, the Globe and Mail, Jay, Jay Scott said, Kindergarten Cop is fast, loud, and obnoxious, but there's an unexpectedly... Delicate touches, that's what he said. Uh, Empire, Kim Newman, 60 out of 100. He said, uh, Kim said, as a one-off, this could have inoffensively scraped by on thin charm alone. But don't forget kids. But don't forget kids. It gave rise to such monstrosities as Last Action Hero, Junior, and Jingle All the Way. Yes, <laughs> thank you. It did Thank fill you. That it's, in. it's much appreciated. Yes. 
Uh, 30, 30 out of 100, Los Angeles Times, Kenneth Turin. Uh, it would be lying not to say that some of the movie makers here aren't working at the top of their craft or that the movie won't reach audiences. On its own terms, Kindergarten Cop is nearly foolproof. The last word in glib, shallow, soulless, spuriously warm-hearted commercialism. Okay. That's what it is. All right. How about a 9 out of 10 uh, from IMDb? They said, I can't even say their name. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> they, yes. Um, they said, uh, it was so funny. I had to laugh a lot. I thought it was very cute. This was a really fantastic movie for young and old, except for a few scenes. When I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the, in the movie with kids, I expected it to be fun. And it was. <laughs> but, and but was it? And that's what we got. <laughs> Nine out of ten, I guess it was. And my, I'm going to leave my review ambiguous <laughs> for you to decide. I, just, I like how she or he or she said, I had to laugh. Yes. Like, like I, just, I, had to, I guess I had to laugh. I just wow. uh, had to let it go. <laughs> wow, amazing. Uh, one out of ten. Arnold, bad. Oh. Uh, this, would, <laughs> this would have been a, a good movie, except Arnold was in it. <laughs> he is a bad actor and a cheater. <laughs> oh, does, that's all they say. Is that some X? I don't know. I think I think somebody's just trying. <laughs> yeah, it was it was. Uh, I don't know her name. Uh, if only <laughs> last one for you guys. Nine out of ten. This is entitled. Uh, if only this had Dwayne Johnson in it, would have been a ten. <laughs> I'm actually surprised they did not try to remake this with Dwayne, I Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I know. No, they have remade it with Dolph, Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren, and no um, one has seen it. They, I think they jumped the gun too early because if they would have had star Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I think it would have been big. Yes. Um, uh, so Oliver Calamer said, uh, "I'm somewhat new to the whole child protecting Jason Bourne." Uh, genre, but this is at the top of the Lonely Mountain. Arnie's performance is beyond phenomenal, portraying a vast array of emotions such as understanding and happiness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in quotes. <laughs> that have not been so apparent in his previous roles. Finally, Arnie has been cast alongside a talent pool of acting mavericks that just flow freely from this expressive energy. Such lines as, it's not a tumba. Mm-hmm really strikes the appropriate chord for what this film was intended to become, a classic. All right. Amazing. There you go. Well, we are seconds away from reviewing this classic movie scene by scene with a modern eye. But first, I have to comment on how perfect Astoria, Oregon is. The weather, the overall vibe, the feeling. We've talked about it on the Goonies episodes, and it was always a common theme among directors they knew they had to shoot their movie here mm-hmm. because of the vibe that this town gives off when they show up. I have to completely agree, and I've been thinking about sipping some Cedar Ridge whiskey on the porch of Mikey's house overlooking the Columbia River as it flows out to the Pacific. That's all I've been thinking about. Cedar mm-hmm. Ridge is the best whiskey in the world, and it fits so perfectly with the vibe out here. It's the number one whiskey in Iowa and is making its way all over the other states. We stopped by a local liquor store, and they didn't have it. But if we lived here, we could easily go online to cedarridgewhiskey.com to order some straight to our door. 
store. We hope you'll check out the local distributors in your area or store, see if you can buy some. If not, order it online. You won't be disappointed, and you'll be directly supporting a company that keeps your favorite podcast running. We recommend the flagship bourbon if you're making craft cocktails, the quintessential American single malt if you're drinking a neat, fancy glass, little whiskey there, mm-hmm. or a bottle of number nine, their collaboration with Slipknot if oh, you yeah, want it on the rocks. Psychosocial. For more information and ordering links, go to cedarridgewhiskey.com. The link is also at confusedbreakfast.com. And in the episode notes... CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. You will not be disappointed. Drink responsibly. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. Well, boys, we're six years old, and kindergarten's a breeze. (laughs) We get to do what we want all day long while fitting in some naps and food breaks. Life is good until Mr. Kimball arrives. Now it's all about physical fitness, fire drills, ferrets, and the endless (laughs) barrage of questions about our dads. Kindergarten isn't supposed to be this tough. It's about learning the important facts of life, like boys have a penis and girls have a fudgina. Fudgina. Here we go. (laughs) So, scene one. After years of pursuing Cullen Crisp, an infamous drug dealer, LAPD detective John Kimball arrests him for murder. Kimball gets a witness to identify Cullen... Cullen exclaims that his ex-wife, Rachel, stole millions of dollars from him as well as his son. Kimball is partnered with Detective Phoebe O'Hara as they go undercover to Astoria, Oregon to find Rachel and offer her immunity in exchange for testifying against Crisp in court. This, I, Sorry, go no, ahead. No, go ahead, man. It, this 5 o'clock shadow, disheveled, sunglass-clad, uh, trench coat-wearing Arnold, <laughs> I'm all about. You the spirit are? animal? Yes. <laughs> I, dude, I'm going to disagree with you. I think it's something about... Maybe the way this movie was shot, because my favorite bearded Arnold is the Predator when he when That's he's true. in the beginning of Predator. Yeah, I'm like damn, oh, yeah. he is handsome. Yeah, grow that facial hair. But then I'll, for some reason in this one, it looks weird. It looks weird to me. It, it might be like a little artificial. They could like <laughs> it's very they, much like, artificial. Thrown some like super glue on on his chin and everything. Yeah. Just like kind of padded in some pubes. They splotched. They they just made him all splotchy and yeah. like they just and then and then they just like took a, a fistful of fake hair. And just, went, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that jackass stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The that's feathers, all they did. yes. And then they did it. He, he had the sunglasses on when they did it, and that's just how they left him. And they're just like, "Yeah, let's go, let's do it." <laughs> I also say, Get you that walking, Mister Crisp, Crisp, oh. Cullen Crisp, looks like 1990 <laughs> Windows Five Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Windows 95. I, 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 like, dude, we're in this mall scene, right? And yeah. again, feed mall scenes into my veins. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love when you look at classic malls full of people, but I'm laughing so hard at when she's like, manicure, Mr. Crisp? It's like yeah. she should have said, can I cut that stupid ponytail yeah. with a side part, Mr. Crisp? <laughs> yes. Because he looks, I love, later on in the movie, his hair will be like out of the ponytail. Yeah. And he like, he kind of looks like a badass. He does. Yeah. But when he has that stupid ponytail with the side part in it, like, I hate it. I half expected him at any point to just yell, I don't wear a hairpiece! <laughs> <laughs> like, that's exactly what I thought the whole time. Because that thing... He looks like he should be a movie producer. Yes. But yeah. He's the know? sleazy movie he's producer. He's Joel Silver. Yeah, he's Joel Silver. <laughs> <laughs> I, AJ, I'm with you. I do not remember any of this. No. This weird intro where like Arnold's acting like the Terminator kind of Kinda in a mall. Is. And he like pushes the dude. He like shoves the dude <laughs> and he lands in the glass table. This is a weird like who is Detective John Kimball? What yeah. what is he doing? It, 
it like seems like he's obsessed with Crisp, and yeah. like we don't really get that backstory. Really, like I want a prequel to this. Yeah, I want like right. in. I guess we just buy it because he's Arnold and he's like out for somebody. You know, he's out for something, or you know, we do. We need a prequel. It's Kindergarten Cop Pre K. <laughs> <It's> just like <laughs> <laughs> Kindergarten Cop Homeschool. <laughs> In, in this movie, just like I'm, I'm the party pooper. Yeah, the, like this, I'm the party pooper. Is there a more <laughs> quotable Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? This is like all of the E Bombs World dashboard, yeah. like Dude. prank call things that you got. Do you, you remember know? those? Yeah, like yes. the, the, they were soundboards or whatever, yeah. right? Everything he says in this movie is a is a hilarious. Who's thing. your daddy and what does he do? Who's yes. your daddy? And what does he do? It's so good. <laughs> I I love. I I think I'm gonna go on a limb. I don't think that there's any other movie that's more quotable from Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think you might be right, and it shouldn't be. <laughs> this is they did not intend for this. I mean, there's no way. It's not a Tuma has transcended <laughs> even just like pop culture. It's <laughs> like people just say that, you know. It could be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> You're gonna die. You're gonna die. <laughs> what? No, lol. <laughs> Do do you just like is do you buy any of this like this whole okay so Chris kills this guy there's a witness then the witness doesn't want to testify Arnold goes through all this there's the line then we got Catherine O'Hara like what is is this just a rushed plot to just get us to finally we need a reason to get to Oregon it's, we're on yeah. our way let's get this out of the way because again I don't remember any of this I know I've seen it yeah I just didn't care I think I probably fast forwarded to like get me to when they get to Astoria yeah I I think it's just I mean. I do think it's pretty rushed, but for what it is, it does get us there in a timely manner, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Um, and like, and, and like his motivation towards Crisp, like, do we really care? Yeah. And like we, like we're just kind of getting to the plot, you know. I and if if we don't care, then is that a problem with you guys? It's it's this thing that he has been chasing this person for. Uh, he's been chasing for years is basically what they they allude yes. to is what they get at and so chasing them chasing this person for years this has like been his life John Kimball's life or whatever for for how long and you're right why do we even care we don't know he was a drug dealer and he's got three million dollars yeah somewhere and is he and is we want to really get him for tax guy? evasion you know like, <laughs> like what he's almost less set up than the villain in uh, blank check. <laughs> very true. We're just like you're supposed to hate this guy. Okay, got yeah. it. Because it reminds it reminds me of him for some reason. Because he's like, yeah, I got this stashed away money. You know, I feel like I would have liked him more in <laughs> yeah. this role. Actually, now that you say Miguel that, Ferreira. Yes, he would have been phenomenal in this role. And I don't mind the guy. I like Richard Tyson. I, I like Richard Tyson. Uh, but now thinking of that, I was like, he is much more sinister. He's but a he, big guy. He plays. Yeah. Uh, Tyson does play this role, I think, very well, especially later on when he's like interacting True. with the kid. True. Yeah, he's got that sp- almost split personality yeah, thing that's, that's pretty well done. Yeah. He, uh, sorry, one thing, one last yeah, thing good. on Richard Tyson. He's in a great '80s movie called Three O'clock High. Okay, where he plays a bully. It's a great high oh, school yeah. movie. Incredible movie. People need to check it out. Sorry, go ahead. What What do you think about some of the surrounding cast, like uh, um, Captain Salazar? He's played by Richard Portnow. The only reason I bring him up is because he's Ben Stern. He's Howard Stern's dad in Private Parts. I'm a big Howard Stern fan. Oh, wow. So for some reason, I 
when Howard is talking about his dad, that's who I see. I mm. see Richard Portnow. Richard Portnow. Because he, he played him in the show. I think he's pretty good. What do you think about uh, Phoebe O'Hara, the, the character of Phoebe O'Hara? And I can't remember her name that played her. Uh, Pamela Reed. Yeah. That's Pamela his Reed. Like, partner that his he gets. Partner. Yes. Yeah, I think she's great. I love her in this. Yeah. I kind of want more of her. Yeah. I did too. In, like, I kind of want more of her not sick. <laughs> right. Which, yeah. which, which leads me to this whole scene. <laughs> <laughs> whole like th- this the getting there scene the getting there the scene g- like yes a story is beautiful Oregon in itself is beautiful and we want to see that maybe twice well it's, <laughs> like it's, uh, there's scene uh, after scene of her pulling over and getting and yeah. growing up it's like we get it you got food poisoning or you're pregnant we can move this along now like there was a moment it's the same thing like we were on the way here right and we had a we had a layover <laughs> we had a layover in Denver and like right next to our gate we could walk outside. Right, and you could kind of see it. I walk out there, and I'm just go, oh, that Denver fresh air. And right as I say that, I just hear a little kid go, he's <laughs> 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 just like, oh. Okay, I'm not going to breathe anymore. (laughs) It's the the same thing. It's like, oh, this beautiful town of Astoria. Well, it's just like, it's like setting her up to like, because she's supposed to teach. Yeah. As as we find out. she's supposed to be the teacher. It's like, okay, we get it. Arnold's in this movie for a reason. You're going to be sick and he has to fill the shoes. Let's get to it. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, it's, it is super tropey, like they're running up to the bathroom, but it's locked. I've been there before. You're in small town, oh, and, they, yeah. and they lock the bathroom, so she's got to go inside and get like the wheel hub. Oh, yeah. yeah. They <laughs> attach it to the most obnoxious thing that they can find. Don't like steal that was, key. It's probably laying in the parking lot. If it's yeah. not a two-by-four, it's a hubcap. Yeah. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a funny part, you know, I, I, especially from the Goonies movie where I like translating things, you know, there is a, D- Arnold is carrying her in the hotel room, and he speaks German. Yeah. His native language for the the first time on film in this movie, he says, oh. "He says, das mach mich stuck sauer, jetzt bin ich sauer," ah. <laughs> which translates to "I love you, I, I you're my best friend." Wow, I'm, jo- I'm, tr- I'm joking. Oh. It translates oh. to "That makes me really angry." Now I'm angry. Now I'm angry is what that translates to. That, well, I believe it. If I think you, that's what everything translates into. <laughs> that's what all German is. <laughs> that's what all German It's different ways to say angry. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, whatever I love you is, it's just like, ah. They actually, it's a funny thing. They don't actually have a word for German in, uh, that, that translates to love, but they have 179 words that translate to anger. Ah, uh, so, yeah. dang fun, it. Fun fact. Well, friends, listen up. Before we move on to scene two, we have to give a shout out to our amazing sponsor, Felix Gray Glasses. Yes, sir. This incredible company makes blue light filtering glasses that filter out all the harmful blue light that hits our eyeballs constantly all day long. I have two pairs. I wear them every day. My non-prescription pair sits at my desk. Whenever I'm on my computer, right on. I put them on. They're ready to roll. My prescription pair is worn every night when I'm in bed, scrolling on my phone, doom scrolling, doom. Or, or watching Kindergarten Cop for the fifth time before we you know, do the episode on it. Oh, yeah. The last time we traveled for this podcast, I forgot to bring mine with me. Immediately woke up the next day with a headache because I was sitting in bed and you know, looking at the TikTok and all that. <laughs> this time I brought them with us to Astoria. I feel right as rain today. Coincidence? I think not. These glasses are stylish and affordable, and they look like normal eyewear. People wouldn't even know you're wearing special filtering glasses, but you'll be glad you did when you realize all the negative effects of blue light, and we know blue light's not going away. 
It's on your phones. It's on your computers. It's on everything. It is not in Astoria, Oregon, but once you pull your phone out, now there's blue yeah, lights. So yeah, right. you can get non-prescription, prescription, whatever you want. You can get contacts. You can get... Uh, you I know need what? that. Ton- yeah, dude. Ton- I need that. Tons of... You can get sunglasses. Go to felixgrayglasses.com slash confused. That's F-E-L-I-X-G-R-W-A-G-R-W-A-G-R-W-A-G-R-W-A-G-R-W-A-G-R-W-A-G-R-W-A-G-R-W-A-G-R-W-A-G-R-W-A-G-R-W-A-G-
kid didn't have to go get his goddamn laser. Oh, the lasers. <laughs> Shut, we're not there. We're yet. not there. We're not okay. there yet. Have, go ahead. Have you ever now, two, two of the men in this room here on this podcast have recently had children. Yeah. Uh, I, I will go on record as saying I was not going to have kids. It was kind of a decision that maybe me and my wife made because we're like, kids kids suck. You know, now things are kids different. Suck. Kids, kids suck. But I, <laughs> I am do. watching this. I used to watch this. And Arnold's reaction to those kids when going nuts, when he's yeah. like, shut up, yes. shut and running out and running down the road. He, I've been there. He, I've done that in rooms <laughs> full of my friend's kids. I've been there. The reason I didn't want to have kids was this. Was this, this scene. Movie? Dude, I've, I, like, being at AJ's house and, like, having our friend's kids come over or something and, like, being at not even my house, but yeah. seeing, like, one of our friend's kids just, like, Stabbing a coffee table, yeah. like jumping off like couches and like hanging off of walls and stuff. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, I have to leave your house. <laughs> I can't be here anymore. Yeah, like the fact the fact that everything becomes sticky the moment a child <laughs> just enters the room. How does that happen? I don't know. You know, and and, and, <laughs> you, and you hand that to them, they give it right back to you. And it's it's sticky. like ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was I, three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> What is on you? Where did this come kid, from? Kid stench. It's yeah. just it's sticky. It's just it's tangible. Yeah, it's just they like they're always covered in Mrs. Buttersworth. Like they're always sticky somehow. I I don't know, but the, his his reactions are great. Actually, this yeah. is I'm gonna. I know this. Maybe I'll yeah. get some hate on this. No, this is maybe some of his best acting. I think it may be one of his best performances. I'm serious. I think it's because it's real. Think about all the other things he's done. It's it's been sci-fi and it's yeah. just been weird. Yeah. This he was genuinely terrified of these children. Yeah. He had not had kids yet at this point in his life. Yeah, he, he, just, he just did. Just had his, his newborn, but yeah. And and he I think the reason that he's so good at this is because he's not acting. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. He there are several moments in this process of him getting introduced to the kids and going through that breakdown and finally bringing in the ferret, right? Of like where he's standing outside the door and he's just like <laughs> yeah. and he's like kind of working himself up we've seen him do that before he's walked into a room of army men that he's had to kill like, <laughs> just Same so thing. confident with it yeah I, I distinctly remember it after the suit up in commando that he yes, did that um, yes. but he, which we will cover. we will, we will cover that cover. um but and then also that moment where he is like he he screams yeah. shut up but he's like shut up Shut, and he's just like kind of hysterical, exasperated, <laughs> exasperated. Yes, and then the kids then all start whimpering and crying, and he's like, like "No, oh, no, crap!" No. And it's my favorite thing, man. I will, I could, li I want to like a, a text tone of him saying this, but Arnold Schwarzenegger when he says the the word ferret, it's my favorite thing. In the entire what's world, a, what's a fa I th and I think the kid goes. This is a fit. No, what I happened to your dog? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I like that kid a lot. We'll talk about the kids in a second. I think he goes. This is a ferret, and the kid goes. I think he says, "What's a fairy?" Because he doesn't understand. Him. He goes, "This is a ferret." What's a ferret? <laughs> this is a ferret. This is a ferret. Just and he goes, "Yeah, you can all pet them one at a time, and then oh, they all they all it. go on." Okay, good. The, the animal is overwhelmed. He never bites. Now we're having fun. <laughs> ferrets always bite. That's all they do. Yeah, I know. Every other movie portrayal of ferrets is that they bite, <laughs> and the ferret doesn't even have a name. The, no. the sorry, the ferret doesn't yeah. even have a name, dude. It's so, it, just try and say it. Yeah, I like. I spell it. 
Fellet. There's an L. There's a, a soft L in there yeah, somewhere. There is a fellet. Fellet. <laughs> how, a... how many extra syllables are we adding? Two, to two R's in German actually make an L sound. Oh, yeah. gotcha. this is a fellet. Those are Z's. Did you, did, you catch, Z's. did you catch? So obviously, Kimball owns this ferret, and he's he's very he loves this ferret. But yeah. what's hilarious is that when he was governor of California, he fully supported a ban on owning ferrets. That's right. <laughs> like, no, he's not that was fan. like one of his big legislation pushes is no. No. <laughs> he's like, first order of agenda. <laughs> no ferrets. <laughs> Turns out they bite. I'm <laughs> banning ferrets. I'm banning them. <laughs> tell me, tell me, we got to talk about the greatest character of this movie, and it is all of the kids together. Yeah. Mm. Their energy, there's two different versions of kid actors for me. There is... The Goonies, the Stranger Things of like, man, yeah. these kids are so good right. and they're so awesome. Then there's like these kids who are just, they're not actors. Yeah. Very few of them went on to anything. Our, our buddy Adam Wiley is the is the redhead kid who's like, right. are, are you okay? At the Mr. Movie? Campbell, are you all right? <laughs> oh, yeah. he, that's our buddy Adam Wiley. He is fantastic. He's gone on to some amazing things. Um, Miko Hughes is the kid that says the... Uh, Boys have a penis, yeah. girls have a vagina. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was Pet Cemetery. That's right. Oh, that's right. He, he was like twenty. He was like two years old when he was in Pet Cemetery. Wait, no, that's um, no. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Nico Hughes. Yeah, yeah. But overall, these kids, <laughs> like, they're not actors, but they're awesome. But they're so great, and, and that's, that's because they are. <laughs> that's why they are so great. They're that's why they're so great. That little girl, who, she's who the can't, best. So good. Who can't get the overalls thing done. Yes. Her name. Her name is Emma in the movie. Her real name is Sarah Rose Carr. Oh my God, she is hilarious in this, and she's—it's so, absolutely adorable. And what, what's the other uh, the other moment of 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 her when she's just describing when when they get oh, to, dude. The, to her dad? We'll get to that. Oh, save yeah, that. We'll I get will. to that. I'll save it. But one thing about that um, is Emma, who you were just talking about, yeah, yeah. Ivan Reitman is the director of this. Yep. That was his favorite kindergartner. He, and I quote, said she marched to her own drummer. If she wants to stand, let her stand. If she wants to sit, let her sit. Like, that was what he said. <laughs> to her. And she was in a few other movies before she kind of yeah. called it quits. Beethoven. Yeah. Beethoven's blah, blah, blah second yeah. or whatever. And Father of the Bride. She was in all those. Okay. Just kind of the same kid actor She's thing. She's yeah. fucking adorable in this. We will, we will talk about that in scene three. Um, so let's move on to that so we can talk okay, more please. about that. Yeah. With the use of his pet ferret as a cast, class mascot. <laughs> I can't say other words. Ferret. Posi- as a class mascot, positive reinforcement, his police training as a model for structure and class, and his experience as a father, Kimball works to become a much-admired and cherished figure to the students. He begins to win over Miss Lasky. He also deals with the case of child abuse and ultimately scores a date with Joyce, who he deducts is actually Rachel, and that Dominic is Cullen Jr. <laughs> Did you recognize a few of the actor cameos in all of this? A little bit, yeah. You had... Um, Jillian, Jillian was the one that ends up bringing the pony. Who who is that? Uh, that uh, the blonde that yeah. her husband left her for another man. Is that was Catherine O'Hara? No, no. Um, I you look I up the cat. You know I about. know who you're talking about so, uh, the the lady on the street that's like, oh, can you believe a man is a kindergarten teacher? And then they <laughs> oh, yeah. turn and look at her. That's uh, that's Susan from Seinfeld, George's <laughs> George's uh, yeah. girlfriend or fiance from Seinfeld. I don't. I don't think I'd ever seen her in anything else Nothing. other than this movie. Yeah. Kathy Moriarty is, ah, is, is, is is who that is, and she's in things like Raging Bull, Analyze That, uh, 
last call. Yeah. That smoky, gravelly that cigarette smoky noise. gravelly, yeah. And then that led to a weird scene that I never noticed as a kid. She's talking about her, because her son is Sylvester. Sylvester. The one that looks like a young Jim Carrey, yeah, by the she, way. She comes in, yes. <laughs> yeah, she comes in, and she's got that body bag coat, which is yeah. like, a, like a black. Boo-boo. Black, uh, reflective, oh. weird coat. And she said, let me just take my body bag off. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I... I don't. I thought. Uh, I thought she was going to be. Um, uh, oh, oh, well, let me say it this way. I feel like Arnold or his character Kimball is like gaining uh, feelings, like or uh, empathy for people as he's going through this. <laughs> okay. As opposed to like beforehand when he was talking to like the girl that he handcuffed to a dead body. <laughs> yeah. No empathy there. You know what I mean? Which I believe is illegal. I don't think you can do that. That's no. got to be some sort of... If there's not a law that explicitly <laughs> states you cannot handcuff somebody to a dead body, <laughs> I think that it should be written now. should be written. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I think he's, like, developing feelings because, like, ah, oh, yeah, her, hus- her husband left for another man. I just feel terrible for her. It's just, what the hell's the matter with you? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> These these kid interviews, Sean. I think this is my favorite part of the movie, and I've learned a few things from doing this podcast. I'm the guy that watches just watches the movies, right? We've got Sean on here because he knows more about framing scenes and why they did things and why I think. Not only do I love these kid interviews because they're just hilarious. When yeah. he's like, he can't wear any hats. <laughs> like they're just. <laughs> you can tell they keep looking off to the side, and the yes. directors are going like yes. that. Yes. But what I love most about this is they stay. They they don't cut. Yeah, they the kid finishes their sentence and then they just go. Yeah, and then like the nerve, <laughs> like especially the little girl, like just like playing with her overalls or something, just like, um, my and it's it's so genuine, just feeding and, you a line. And, yes, and, uh, and then and he has a beard and a mustache and is. Head so big and you can't wear any hats. Can't wear any hats. He he just he that's he literally asked him the question and for their real life. He's like, what is who's your dad and what does he do? They were just saying what their actual What what did he say? Who's your daddy and what does he do? Okay, thank you. Yeah. That's amazing. So they were just literally answering that question on camera. It's it's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> that uh, that's that's fantastic are there laws nowadays a lot has changed um are you allowed as a teacher to ask a kid what their parent does i bet there's weird like protocol of, like you not. can't do that yeah you can't know that there's a weird protocol for everything in schools now you can't read uh where the wild things are because it's, it's there's monsters and we can't have monsters no. in our child's heads what's yes. the matter with you come on <sighs> so she goes they go out. They see Joyce out at dinner. Here's where I have an, I have a lot of issues with this movie. On, like they just didn't think about things. Yeah. Remember in the beginning, she goes, "We're um, his partner and Arnold. We're supposed to be married. Come on, we got to know things about each other." Yeah. They immediately abandon that. No, the they minute just they gave get it to up. town, they're like, "No, we're not married." Nope. Uh, it, they they never once talk about how they're supposed to be married, and that was their cover through yes. the rest of the movie. Yeah. He even says Arnold goes. This is what he does. Ready for this? He says this line. I have it written down. The quickest way to slip up doing undercover work is to start doing things you wouldn't do. Yeah. Wouldn't do. What? <laughs> so wait, so so in order to not slip up, you just do everything you normally do and do not go undercover. Yeah. <laughs> what? Or ju- yeah, just act like a machine the entire way through or, of your cover. By the way, by the way, wait a second, wait a second. So, and I I understand that like okay, Google's not a thing or whatever, right? And he's, it's not like he's on LinkedIn, but at the same time, it, he used his real name. Yeah. <laughs> so 
so all, so all the principal so again, had to do was she <laughs> well, she did. She's she like, did. I, I know you're not, uh, you have no teaching experience. I did some research on you. It's like, what, did it finally come back? Like, <laughs> oh, did you finally figure it out? Yeah, I, I sent away. It's like my cousin Vinny where he's like uh, uh, Edward Munz, Munz, Munzer, Munster? Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, just Munster. Yeah. He's like looking for Joe Pesci's credentials the entire yeah. movie. It, it reminds me of that, but like we never get that. Just say Jerry Gallo. Yeah, or Jerry Callow. Callow. It's the like actor. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 whatever. Like the rest of this kind of setup. Yeah. Well, there's you know? even more, man. Everything he says just doesn't make any sense. He goes, he brings out the whistle. He starts the police police school. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes, when I blow this whistle. Whenever you hear this whistle, he says, that means freeze, right? And he blows it, and they all stop. Yeah. And then he proceeds to be like, when I blow this whistle, go get a toy. <laughs> he just told them <laughs> that whenever you hear this whistle, freeze. What? And then he said, I'm going to blow this whistle. That means get a toy and come back to the carpet. Yeah. I guess it's better than like uh, <laughs> like when swimmers take off. They, they hear the... Like, yeah. the guy's got a gun. It's, it gets it's better than that. Okay. Yeah. Like, being in a school. Whenever I shoot this gun in the air, <laughs> go get your toys. He's like... He's just, got a, uh, he's just got a gun with blanks in it that he's just, <laughs> like, just firing around. <laughs> like, what is going I, on? I just don't think they thought much of this, of this script. I just feel like if you had not had Arnold in this movie at the time it was made, like, this would have been... No one would have ever seen this movie. Yeah. If it just... The perfect storm for some reason on this movie worked. Yeah. Because, like, if you to, were to... Prim- Let's say this movie was never made and you wanted to make it today with The Rock or something like that. Right. No one would watch it. Don't think so? No. It's... Well, it can't because... It's a terrible premise. It's it's a terrible premise because, especially like we said earlier, like, it just it's not going to happen in any sort of school <laughs> situation or scenario. They'd have to, like... They'd have to make him a college professor or something. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I like the fish out of water. That's like oh, it's the best it's, part it's of it. So I mean, good. that's why we love this. It's it's fine, but yeah, like we're saying, it's just the way they're setting it up. Uh, like they they want to be the detective movie, yeah. along with the fun kid, uh, fish out of water juxtapo- juxtaposition of the big guy with the kids movie. You know, mm-hmm. they want to be the detective movie and the comedy at the same time. And I think once. The detective movie is happening. It's it's okay, and then once the comedy is happening, it's like that's where we want to be, though. Yeah, it's, we want to be there. They're not really meshing it that well together. Well, you, it, it's popularly known that Arnold, in order to be a part of this, he wanted some creative control. He said he wanted it to be about physical fitness, and yeah. he wanted it, he said he wanted it to be about tough stories. Which half of me loves. Half of me loves that they they went into this like child abuse thing, yeah, and like. Um, just like divorce, and, and they, they went into some really kind of deeper things. But half yeah. of me is also like, how did I watch this as a kid? This is PG thirteen, by the way. Yeah, but but yeah. they they definitely made this to be a kids movie. Mm. Think think about it. This came out. Um, Home Alone one came out in November of nineteen ninety. Okay, this came out in December of nineteen ninety. So people are on this like. Kids movies are so fun. This yeah. is so great. It's fun for the whole family. And and this was probably advertised as a kid movie. Yeah. So then they go into this and there's like, we'll get to it at the end. Like this is it's not a kid intensely movie. scary non kids. Some movie. dude gets shot twice with a silencer in the beginning of this thing. <laughs> dude. 
dude, that guy. We didn't talk like about legit those, blood squibs. And well, you know what? This is actually this is this is perfect. This is perfect because we literally have this moment. I don't know if he's has he hit the guy yet. Uh, no, we can. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He goes out there, right? And he's like, and, and you know what? You cheer at this moment, right? Because Yo, yeah. you're like, you hit the kid, I hit you. And you're like, thank God. And and you see this great scene, and then it goes in, and he has this conversation with Ms. Schlowski, and then it's that hilarious moment of her, like, afterwards. And he's she's very, very like, you know, you're a great teacher. I don't know yeah. what kind of cop you are, but you're a great teacher. And he watch, he leaves, and she does that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny and then by the way cuts to a dead person's face with their eyes open god dang hard cut to a person <laughs> on the slab so we thought he was going to be reprimanded with with the principal and everything we thought he was going to like oh he's going to lose it now yeah but no she turned around and was like actually you're a good teacher we really want you to stay here dead body dead body <laughs> Just in case you think it's a feel-good movie. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Feel uh, bad now. In case you wanted to start feeling okay, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Kindergarten cap. Kindergarten cap is showing you dead bodies. Okay, we, we talk about this a lot where you say a, a what-if scenario. You know, there was a lot of things that have come out recently where, like, Morgan Freeman was reading, like, kids' books. Snoop Dogg was reading kids' books. And it's, like, a cool thing to listen to, like, this really cool person. Yeah, and, yeah. And and I would subscribe to that. Like I'd love to hear Morgan Freeman read a kid's book. Sure, I've changed. I now have a number one. Yeah, I want Arnold Schwarzenegger to read kids' books. Good night, Moon. Give me that in my ears. Christopher Walken. Nope. Yeah, Arnold's better. I, even, I don't uh, understand a word you said. Sam Elliott. Go away. We have I'll, Arnold now. I, if if there's a storybook with with a ferret character, <laughs> I want Arnold Schwarzenegger to read that. Uh, yeah, like the, the little ferret or something. <laughs> the little ferret. The happy little ferret. The happy little ferret <laughs> ran into the hole, but he did not bite. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no! And, and that scene terrified the hell out of me. He, where the it's he raining. Sleep. It's raining, yeah. and that that <laughs> crisp did, just rolls in have, on a skateboard. Did, did they have a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> But it's really effective. It, it is. is a really effective shot, but it's also like... It's who, also really who was, funny. Who was pushing up on a skateboard? It's <laughs> just like... I don't like... So I, hated, I hated that scene as a kid. That terrified yeah, me. Same. And that's a bad... That's a dream that Kimball was having, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's even funny. Ooh. Here's a prop. <laughs> See? There it is. <laughs> okay, oh, apparently, uh, apparently there's an extended cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for props, we got to hit this. Um, they go to the dinner at Joyce's house. Yeah. I want Dominic's Ghostbuster pillow. Oh. I was just thinking about travel. We've been traveling today, and you know, you always see those people bringing their own pillows. Uh-huh. I want to walk around an airport with a Ghostbuster pillow. Okay. That's mine. Okay. That's my prop. I mean, it's his duster, his trench coat in the beginning. You want the trench coat. Oh, yeah. I want the whole get up, to you're, be honest. You're good. Halloween next year? Yeah. Who are you? Detective John Kimball, you idiot. John Kimball. Detective John Kimball. You can have a soundboard with you Questions. with like a bow I'll, I'll get like a, a All stuffed your answers, ferret. Like, yeah, you just, you just keep pressing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a ferret. This, this is, is a ferret. This is a ferret. Uh, I want, I want, I want, yes. I want. Yes. I don't even know. Candy? You want to visit nothing, Astoria? Like, How about his nothing, whistle? You want his whistle? Uh, the whistle would be good. You want a piece of you want a piece of tin foil that's supposed to be a laser? No, <laughs> nobody wants that. Okay, um, <laughs> no. Uh, I want I want his uh, 
I was going to say his sunglasses at the yeah. very beginning because you don't see him wear them ever I'll, again. I'll give him yeah. up. But that's, give p- that's part of the outfit, but I'll give him to All right, okay. thank All you. Right, thank fine. God. Well, scene four, back in California, the case holding Crisp in jail is closed after the witness dies from using tainted cocaine provided by Crisp's mother, Eleanor. Crisp is subsequently released from prison and quickly travels to Astoria with Eleanor to search for Dominic. After a school fair day, Kimball learns about Crisp and then breaks his cover to confront Rachel about her identity. She's outraged that he misled her, but she tells him that Crisp lied about her stealing money from him to convince drug dealers to help him find her. Crisp's real reason for searching for her was to find her son. Oh, no. Here's my biggest problem with the movie. How long How long had the old teacher been there? She even says it. The principal even says she's been here for 25 years <laughs> teaching kindergarten. Yeah. She was forced, this veteran kindergarten teacher <laughs> yes. was forced to take a vacation. And then after, what, a week? She's forced yeah. into literally not coming back. There's no job left to her. So that an Austrian bodybuilder FBI agent who has shown nothing other than just getting the kids to no- learn how to like march around yeah. and pick up toys. Just to obey. <laughs> that, yeah, We think you should quit your high paying job at the FBI <laughs> and you should come be a full time kindergarten student. Yeah. What about the old teacher? Fuck her. No, no, no. <laughs> we like this more. Uh, this more structured um, SS youth kind of situation we have going on here. I think it sounds better. Yeah. No, we like no imagination. Yeah. You know, we want to we want to read stories like nah. like Mein Kampf, and that's <laughs> and that's about it. Just just to learn from that. That's what uh, he was reading when he was in the uh, uh, get up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. After after doing B I N G L. Uh, that he was reading my <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> I I hate it. I I'm so mad. I yeah. feel so bad for this old teacher. And we're assuming. Oh yeah, yeah. We're she's assuming done. that she actually came back. When He's like, was like, okay, in the hospital. so it's it's solved and everything, right? <laughs> yeah, we're like, good. So this no no no. What's worse is what's worse is she showed up at the festival. <laughs> she showed up at the at the at, fair at the fair. Yep. She showed up at the fair, and she's like, she probably showed up like rolled up right then when they're on stage, and she's like, and we certainly hope he sticks around much much longer. <laughs> she's just like and she's just like, huh? <sighs> Uh, but I'm back from my week vacation. <laughs> you said this is just a paid vacation. She walks up to the kids and they don't even know her name anymore. They're like, "Who are you? Get away from me, stranger!" It's Miss Tracer. Stranger. <laughs> oh my god! You're absolutely right. She's just done with. So he he uh, we we realize that now Christmas in town and now we have to break the news to Joyce. Right. Joyce flips out as as a you know we understand mm-hmm. she jumps in that sweet geo tracker, uh, which oh, yeah. would be a great problem yeah, if you wanted true. that one. Yeah, uh, you don't one. want it nowadays, but you wanted it back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's just it's just I don't know. This movie just gets this is where it gets really intense. I remember as a kid like loving every bit of this movie, and then sometimes I'd be like, okay, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't like the climbing the tower for the laser. Yeah. That, that was that's scary. Like. Who was watching Dominic to let? I guess yeah, it's by just, the way, the ladder goes all the way to the ground. There's no fence around it. You can just climb towers nowadays in Astoria. Apparently, and uh, by the way, where were where were they at? Yeah, the they parents. Were, they yeah. Where were the parents with this whole situation? They're legit, they're just too busy staring longingly into each other's eyes. See, that's the thing. It's telling like, each other old war stories. Like, where's Dominic? It really killed the mood again. Yeah, Dominic. <laughs> yeah. like I in. I think because like, she has him over for dinner uh, earlier, 
And he comes in and like he just goes immediately to playing with Dominic because Dominic's like, oh, I gotta show you all this stuff. I gotta yeah. show you my lasers, my little my little fort hideout thing. And I'm just like, if she was just like cracking beers, yeah, like she yeah, just had, she just had Kimball come over to watch the kids so she could get hammered. <laughs> It'd have been so funny. Whenever just- whenever I got Willa for an entire day, my five month old daughter. Uh, if like my mom comes over, I literally just hand her hand, hand yeah. her over, and I go in the basement and just go. Oh. Uh, what, what hockey game can I, can I oh watch? Oh, it's two in the afternoon. There's no hockey game. Shit. I'm just gonna take a nap. At this point, <laughs> at, at this point though, they're just walking around. And at, at what point? At what point did Arnold eventually say to Dominic, "Now who is your daddy?" <laughs> <laughs> like, what did he? When I, did give, he I give it another moment? week. I give it another week. Do you think after, that's after what this movie's over? Now yeah. who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? And who now? does he do? <laughs> <laughs> your mom. <laughs> your mom. Bust. <laughs> if we had the belt, I would Prost. give it to you. <laughs> if we had the belt. If we had the belt, I would give it to you. Um, here. Oh. Thank you. That's yours. Careful of that penis. The piece. That's my mom's favorite piece. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's his mom's favorite piece. Oh. Got it. Hit it. If we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. All right. Since I hit the button, I get to say this. Now, I know what you're saying. Okay. You're saying. I haven't Col- said anything. You're saying Cullen. You're looking at me. You're like, duh, it's Cullen Crisp. The most punchable face. Uh, it is not. It is Eleanor Crisp. His mom. Yes. Oh, 100%. His p- p- children are products of their parents. Perfect. Ellen is a psychopath. Yep. Like this, these scenes. Total agreeance. You're learning this. this more as an adult when you're watching this. Like she's, we're learning more about this back. So you're kind yes. of feeling sorry for Colin. Now you kind of have to. You yeah. have to start feeling sorry for whatever weird upbringing Colin Crisp had in this whole thing. And you got to assume that Joyce, the first time she met Eleanor, was like, I'm out of this relationship. Yeah. yeah. That is a big red flag. She deserves to get punched in the face. I did agree. You, did you see the the part where they're in the pharmacy? That That's he, what I'm talking about. That he meets, he he gets the toy, he beats, yeah. he punches that dude. No big deal. I got a toy, mother. Got him a toy. Got got Junior a toy. Oh, yeah. My, my kid really, he's just creating this idea of his own kid in his mind. Yeah. Like this uh, whole movie, yeah. right? And then, but he goes in in that pharmacy and he's, and he, she's buying all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, he says to her, "You you shoved this stuff down my throat for years, and, and like and and nothing was ever wrong with me. Nothing was ever wrong with me. Why do you think that was a thing? Why yeah. do you think there was nothing Why? ever wrong yeah. with you? Very manipulative. You're just like, wow, she is like the architect of this. Don't like psycho. her. Well, this is where it gets like very like days of our lives to me mm. because it's just like the the old vindictive uh, housewife that has the son that she loves." And wants his son for themselves. Like they seem almost like a couple. Rather they than live a, together, mm-hmm. yeah, guaranteed. Rather than like a mom. mom and and son relationship, they, it's almost like non platonic. Um, yeah, it's like Norman Bates style. Honestly, uh. yes. But like, I it's, it gets very like soap opery for me because it's just like she's got the like the the suit on. She's got she's holding the gun like this. Yeah. It just a lot of the filmmaking also gets that way. For yeah, me. sure. I have a Mike's fan theory. Um, so in this movie, Detective John Kimball yes. at some point says that his entire family's cops. His dad's cop, his grandpa's a cop. Right. Long line of cops, right? My theory is that Detective Donald Kimball. Don Kimball. From American Psycho, Willem Dafoe. Oh. Is brothers with Arnold. Oh. Two Kimballs in a row. Two Kimball brothers. Uh, Donald Kimball maybe was adopted. 
at a young age, but he is brothers with John Kimball. John and Donald Kimball. Okay. They're both detectives. Now I want yeah. a good detective movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Willem Dafoe. We need oh, a, my We God. need a buddy cop movie, and turns out they're brothers who just don't see the law the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Kindergarten Cop 3. Yeah. <laughs> Willem Dafoe's character says lines three different ways, Kid- and Arnold Schwarzenegger is the one hard, I'll shoot first, ask questions later. That's right. Way. Kindergarten Cop 3, school's out. <laughs> uh, anything Home else? School. Home school. Anything else on scene four? Oh. All right, final scene. Chris starts a fire in the library as a distraction to kidnap his son, then uses the boy as a hostage when Kimball arrives. Kimball tracks him down and kills Chris, but not before Chris can wound him. Eleanor injures O'Hara with her car before going inside and shooting Kimball in the shoulder. O'Hara returns to save the day. Eleanor is then arrested, and Kimball is hospitalized with O'Hara. After recovering, O'Hara returns to the police force in Los Angeles while Kimball stays in Astoria to become a kindergarten teacher at the school full time i have to say i understand i i understand with uh you know he's kind of infatuated with this new lady and everything does it seem like all of a sudden he's just way too in love with her is it oh yeah like it's just an all of a sudden thing like i don't want to lose you and dominic it's like we've known each other for like uh, not even 24 hours collectively yeah you know what i mean that's just the feeling i got is like wow that was rushed I mean, I just met our guest producer to or yeah. the other day, and yeah. Adam, Adam Patrick Johnson. We're in a we're yeah. in Astoria, okay. And I, maybe it's the setting. Oh, maybe it's, maybe the it's Astoria because I'm in love with with Adam right There's now. There's something in the water or the oyster yeah. shooters. I don't know. I'm a, our our realtor friend Jordan Miller. I'm in love with him. I'm in love with him. too. He's the reason we're in this house right yeah. now. Yeah, that's a good point. I think it's just a setting. It's just yeah, it just brings everybody together. It must be because it's out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of love, this terrified the shit out of me. Did you guys have fire drills like this? Like, okay, let me let me explain to you this. I the reason <laughs> this was so scary is when 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 Crisp like pulls Dominic out of the crowd when everybody's yeah. rushing around. We had fire drills at my school where every once in a while the uh, fire department would be there and they would have a hidden fireman like in the school and he would grab a kid. And bring them into like a closet so that, they, yeah, no, this is weird. So that then the teachers would like get outside and do a proper count for their kids and be like, oh, we're missing one. Like it was a lesson to be like, did you get all your kids out? Ugh. It's like, well, yeah, until you took one. Yeah, but that's the idea. Maybe that kid like fell down or in like, uh, and he's hurt or something during this fire. That's fucked up. Yeah, man. I remember this. So this scene terrified the shit out of me. For when we actually did these fire drills, because it was like What's a rumor. I thought I've this was really going to happen. Yeah, like uh, the it, the 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 threat of a fire drill wasn't the fire; it was the fireman who was going to kidnap you for like ten minutes. You're not allowed to do gotcha. that now. This is it's like a bad escape room. What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> what is going escape on? Escape room fire drill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like when he is. Uh, I think it's Kimball. He goes back into the school yep. to try and grab. Uh, uh, Find Dominic, yeah. Dominic. Yeah. And he's like pointing his gun and he like sh- yeah. scares the shit out of a couple girls. And then there's a there's like a kid's making out in a closet. It's a make out room. Like, don't you have Pokemon cards? You're making out yeah. in here? Yeah. Don't you like, aren't you playing with like your building? This is an elementary. Hey, did you? Well, first of all, this was like how my school was. We had grades one through eight in the same school. Okay. Oh, so I'm same. wondering if this is some sort of a play on I that. was a late bloomer, and so that's my, my might be why Limits I'm thinking out. this. But, but uh, did you, I'm guessing you, because you would have said this now. 
Did you know who that boy was that was in the room kissing? Oh, yeah, I read. No, I don't. It no, is I don't Jason know. Reitman. That's it's right. Ivan Reitman's son, That's Jason. Right. An Oscar making, nominee. He's an he's, Oscar nominee making out in a closet. He's, he's, we thought it was just a fur drill. He's just trying to get his son some, some, some tail. Yeah. Wow. That wow. is. Wow. That's, Good job. Wow. Good job, That's Ivan. A heck, of, heck of a thing for that dad to do. If you were the girl actor in that actress in that situation, um, you got a lawsuit on your hands. Yeah, I yeah. feel bad for you. That is that's uh, that's accusatory. Yeah. <laughs> and you remember Arnold's just a Arnold's basically a liar in this movie. John Kimball, he tells us one thing and then we we try to believe it. Yeah. He said that the ferret never bites. What does the ferret do in this situation? He yeah. bites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he bites the bad guy. He knows. But, well, he can. He knows good. From- he he can, he can smell good and bad. He knows He's, good from evil. I can smell the bad on him. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> my the funniest thing he can smell the bad. <laughs> no, he can smell his hairpiece. Is what he can smell. <laughs> um, no, uh, <laughs> the my favorite thing is when he does when he when he swipes Dominic. And he brings him in there, and like I I have this moment of I have this moment of like. Oh man, he is. He's really. He's like, don't you remember Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and all that stuff? <laughs> and you're like, you kind of feel bad, but then he has to make the comment. See, we've got the same hands. It's just like, stop touching my hands Ugh. with your hands. It's the. It's some reason yeah. that was a very weird comment. It is me. weird. <laughs> it's like, no, it is. We got the same hands. No, he did. He really did play it like well enough because I. You mentioned earlier where it's like he just like he wants this object more than he does like want yeah. want this his kid. You know, he wants his own version of Dominic. Most most kids which can't the, read it. Yeah. At, in, in kindergarten. Oh, my son can. Oh, Andy writes. I taught him myself. He's also a great athlete. He's just pro- projecting. Yeah. yeah, he does play that really well. Yeah. Like you can kind of, like, especially in this scene, you're just like, no, this is your son is nothing like what you think he is. No, you know, you know, and it it just kind of proves you know nothing about him. Yeah, yeah. We got to feel happy here. We know the most punchable face is Eleanor Crisp. Um, we got to assume at this point that <laughs> Eleanor Crisp is going. She's getting death penalty or life in prison. At this oh point. yeah, she's going down because she basically. Tampered with drugs to kill someone. She she manslaughtered someone on purpose. Yeah, and then attempted manslaughter on everyone and had a shooting in school and tried ki- attempted kidnapping. We're assuming Eleanor Chris is going to jail for a very long time. I hope they throw the book at her. Yeah, they have that's, to. That's a that's a long sentence. We got to feel happy about that. Oh yeah. Well, they th- she threw the bat at her. That's for sure. That's She's, true. She 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 might be most punchable face, but she most like battable body. She she. <laughs> Yeah, she's got broken ribs. Uh, if if she's got implants or something, that thing's popped. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's something. Yeah, yeah. She's she is that fake. I mean, she is the person. You know, yeah, uh, like would maybe do that. And but smoking her with that car that when she hits um, Phoebe with that yeah. with her yeah. car, that is an intense yes, scene. That's some brutal. great stunt work right there. It yeah. really is. That man. was real. And she hits the ground with some force. Yeah. <laughs> Not it was her. So, she did the stunt. I'm not so tough without your car, are you? Yeah, I'm still st- have residual effects from the stomach blue. Yeah, yeah the stomach flu. <laughs> just so, you, just so the audience knows, I'm still sick. So they just cut to like more yeah. mon- montages of them, yeah. of her throwing up. <laughs> when you saw this as a kid, did you think there was something between Phoebe and and Kimball? I did. Well, yeah. They yeah. kiss. They kiss, they kiss on the lips. They kiss hard. A kiss hard on yeah. the lips at the end of this movie, and they have. Pretty good chemistry. I as far like as I can tell, chemistry in yeah. this. I you feel, know, do you like it more than her actual fiance? 
the, oh yeah, the that blubbering guy. idiot. Oh that yeah, not, that does not need to be in this. He movie doesn't though. need to be around. It's like oh, I, and I made you some food. It's just, it's like, how good could it be if you, you know, yeah, you, and like what you drove up here with it. He's how long's in your from, car from L.A. or yeah. San Diego? Right, that's like a ten-hour drive. <laughs> hey man, the beauty, the beauty of the story, it does magical things. Yeah. It really does. Man. It really does. <laughs> I also had one final issue with this movie: the freeze frame. Was there a freeze frame? Yeah. Oh my god, I was so concerned with this issue that I didn't even notice the freeze frame. I hate it. I don't like freeze frames. Here's my problem. We're assuming Arnold is in the hospital for how long? He's got two gunshot wounds. Two gunshots. How long is he in the hospital? Two weeks? He is Arnold, yeah. Three weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Then then like yeah, then he's physical like recovery. I never noticed this as a kid. He walks into the school and Joyce is like, oh, it's a basically like you're alive. Right. Which means Joyce never went to the hospital to visit him. Right. She, <laughs> she doesn't even assumed. know if he's alive. They're she just gonna... went on with her life. <laughs> Boy, that, there's, there, this moment does not happen if she visited him every day like yes. a lover would do. She's... It's true. She is absolutely shocked <laughs> that, that he is You're there. You're alive. You know who else is shocked? The old kindergarten teacher who got her job back got her and job now back. doesn't get it anymore. And now, she's like, and now she's like, oh, crap. Okay, kids, now where were we in our lesson books? Yeah. Oh, damn it. Oh, I'm back. Actually, in that freeze frame, you kind of see like a teacher in the background who looks like she's clapping. Yeah. She's like, good, I didn't want but, this But she's like anymore. this. Oh, yeah, no. Shot. <laughs> You're 100 percent correct. Oh, this, yeah. What? Uh, anything else you guys want to talk That's about in this? All right, listen. We have dissected this movie with a modern eye inside the Goonies' house in Astoria, Oregon, right down the street from the school where this was shot. Yeah, we've talked about it with a modern eye. We have to give it a modern day rating. AJ, what do you got, man? I'm surprised at how much I I actually enjoyed watching it. This I give it, giving it all the credit that I can. Um, and uh, I've got to I've got to not let us being here um, <laughs> correct, yeah. very correct. You, you know, play into this. I'm so sorry. I have to not let that happen. Right? Uh, we get to be here. We get to podcast here. We can literally see the school that looking, most of I've been this, looking at it this. Whole I, I've been episode. looking at this whole time <laughs> that this movie was shot at and everything. Uh, here with friends, family. My brother is here yeah. uh, along for the for the ride. Uh, Bob is, and um, I can't let that play in, guys. I enjoyed watching it though. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I think. I don't think I don't think I can go higher on this. I think I have to give this a a 5.5. 5. Mm-hmm. 5.5 for AJ Sean, what about you out of 10? What do you got, man? Yeah, I think uh what uh, I agree with AJ wholeheartedly when he says that this is maybe one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's best performances and I like I would True. like to revisit it because of that cuz he does kind of go through a transformation that I do that I do believe. Yeah. Um it it's I think it's portrayed very well. Uh, Ivan Reitman's a good filmmaker. I like I like Ivan Reitman's movies, um, and uh, you know, the, barring the the kind of cliche, I want to know more about the backstory here. Um, it's a fine movie, and uh, the kids are still funny. Uh, so I'm I'm directly with AJ. Five point five. Five point five. This is one of those movies that's very hard for us to do. People will be yelling at us, going, "That's yeah. a, it's an eight point nine. Yeah, yeah. But it's because you're not stripping away the nostalgia. This movie. If we're still talking, if if I could combine nostalgia with modern day, I'm, yeah. I'm giving it an eight or a nine because be like there. I'm sitting here looking at the school. Like this movie defined my childhood. I watched it so many times. But when you're talking about it with a modern eye, I mean, 
it's not that great. There are some awesome parts, but it's yeah. also just like, as evident by the fact that Kindergarten Cop 2 did so poorly. <laughs> and straight to video. It's just a terrible movie. Yeah. You know, so this this was only made better by the situational of it. So right. I'm going to call it a 5.3 for myself. Our buddy Tyler Dark says, what can I say, guys? I love this one like most Arnold movies. I will definitely say I didn't remember how tonally different this movie is throughout, and it really works for me. Oh. If you walked in at the beginning and then again at the middle, you'd think you were watching two totally different movies. Mm-hmm. Side note, guys, am I the only one that was on the security guard side in the beginning? <laughs> That's pretty uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Because uh, to me, Arnold, a.k.a. Detective Kimball, has to be the shadiest-looking cop I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> they ask him, I need CID. Trench coat and everything. Yeah. The kids, however, did an absolutely fantastic job in this movie, and I think it's because of how brutally honest they all are in this time. I was surprised when I looked into this movie as well and found out how hard Arnold fought for the kids to be in the movie, knowing how hard it is to make films with animals and kids. Yeah. For me, this was a fun 90s action movie and sort of a family movie weirdly rolled into one. I'm going to have to give it a seven even. Wow. So that is a 5.83. It is not great. It is not great. It is in our lower lower 10, but it's to, actually it's out of the top 10. It is tied. Tied ranking. Modern day ranking with Running Man. Oh, wow. I, and I am fine. <laughs> are you kidding? I am My. fine with that. Yeah, because they are both. They are both. This, I'm cool with both. When of those we movies. do our episode and redo our rankings, I'm getting Running Man in the top ten. I'm getting Running Man. You're going to change it. <laughs> yes. Well, we hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Thanks for being here. Please go to our YouTube, watch the videos that we've just put up from this amazing trip to Astoria. Yes, sir. Uh, We have another great bunch of movies coming up. It's Christmas season. As a group, uh, we chose Just Friends. Just Friends needs to be done. Yeah. Because that is a Christmas movie. We chose Just Friends. We did. (laughs) And followed by that will be... Something Sean wants to watch that we don't care about. Me and Mike chose Just Friends. That's what <laughs> the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. <laughs> and followed by that will be a Christmas movie voted on directly by our Patreon members. We don't know what that is quite possibly yet. Followed by, um, yeah, never mind. Let's <laughs> read my notes. I, my notes say followed by Kindergarten Cop. Oh, good. Oh. Which is the episode we just did. We're doing oh. it again. And if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year, The Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. This time well, last year was an awesome episode. Our lowest really uh, nostalgic rating and one of our one of our highest. It is. Highest? It is our. It is. Let's see. It's, it's um. Yeah. It's not terribly too high up there, oh, but okay. it, it's like twenty four on our list. But yeah, it was certainly the highest. But rated it's our lowest nostalgia IMDb rating. Too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we also got a voicemail. Don't forget to call us at 319-804-9596. Leave us feedback like today's caller. Hey guys, this is Jeremy from Houston, Texas. Uh, big fan. Just heard you guys on Birdcast. Loved it. Uh, Days and Confused episode, by far and away the favorite. Uh, Might have watched that movie every Friday while underage drinking and partaking in some other chemicals. Nice. Uh, Your episodes have been fantastic. I love your show. If you get a chance, The Stone Dage, uh, kind of a riff on uh, on, uh, Days and Confused. Sorry, I'm Days and Confused. Uh, But... (laughs) A, a later 70s version and a terrible version, but if you guys had seen it, it might be worth revisiting. Dang, All right, man. thanks, guys. Have a good day. Yeah. 
I've heard of that movie, but never seen it. We yeah. might need to check that out. Yeah, I've never seen it. On that. In honor of our extremely high caller. <laughs> thanks, yeah. thanks for calling in, buddy. I'm glad you could do it. Well, yes. uh, take us out of the episode here, AJ. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please leave us a review while you're listening. You've only got a couple of minutes left, only seconds left of this episode to leave us a review. Yes. Five stars wherever you're listening. But make sure you check us out on social media, at Confused Breakfast, anywhere on social media, confusedbreakfast.com. Go to that same website and get shirts like this or another shirt with our logo on it and wear it on your body. Bye. Bye. See you later. Yeah, confusedbreakfast.com. You can check out all of our ratings that we've done so far. You can also go to patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast to learn how to support this podcast. We want to travel the world and go to film locations. Apparently, that's our new thing. So, We're doing it. That's um, it. So we need your money. Patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. Tons of perks there. This episode specially produced by our friend Adam Johnson. You can go to adampatrickjohnson.com for all of his details. Music consulting, podcast videos, awesome music's great guy. Good dude. I think that's it for us. Let's get out of here. Let's go. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.